ओनो मित्रवरुण सन्नो भवत्मांद्रो बृहस्पति सन्नो विष्णुक्रम नमो ब्रह्मणे नमस्ते वायमे प्रत्यक्ष ब्रह्मासी प्रत्यक्ष ब्रह्म वदिष्यामि सत्यं वदिष्यामि तन्मामवदु तद्वक्तारमवदु अवतुमाम अवतु वक्तारम ओम शांतिशातिशाति सहनावतु सहनो भुनक्तु सह वीर्यंकर्वाहस्वीनावधीतमस्तु मिद्विषाशाशाति So from this morning, we are starting the 
In this particular chapter, the first half of the chapter is devoted to upasana or meditation. It's called Dahar Upasana, meditating upon Param Brahma as located in, as reflected in, or as manifesting in the Dahara. In the very small space which obtains in the heart. So heart and the very small and subtle space. There is the heart, then there is space on the side of a thumb, which is the physical or the bhautika akasha. In that of course there is the mind which is which is the location in the heart and then that is where the is consciousness reflected in the mind which is said to be located in this space in the heart. So this Dharupasana, meditating upon Paramatma, meditating upon God, Ishwara, in the space that is called Dahara because it's a very small space. Dahram means small, very small space. So the meditation upon Brahman in the space within the heart is what is enjoined here, prescribed here. And it is done in several other places also as we will see. <coughs> and then after Upasana comes the teaching of the Paramatma who is so through the upadi, what we call upadi means through the location. Ishwara or Bhagavan is located in the heart. In that sense, we are first meditating upon him. And then the one that is located, who is said to be located in the heart, is really free from any idea of location or space or time. So for meditation, we superimpose the ideas of location, the size as though is very small. So these ideas or gunas or attributes are superimposed upon Brahman to facilitate the meditation. <coughs> so this has always been the method in the even from the Vedic times. And what we superimpose may keep on changing, but meditating upon Ishvara as saguna, as possessed of guna, the qualities or attributes or upadhi, the limiting objects, is a very common practice right from the Vedas. Later on came also the Murti Puja where we superimpose something very tangible upon Bhagavan or Ishwara. So when the mind is very subtle, then the subtle superimpositions are adequate. But when the mind is not subtle, then we need something tangible to superimpose. So we have this tangible murtis or images. <coughs> but the principle essentially is to meditate upon Ishvara with attributes. Because Vedas declare that all there is is Ishvara. Sarvam Khalvidam Brahma. What is is Brahma? <coughs> 
So question is whether Brahman is Sagunam or Nirgunam, Sakaram or Nirakaram. That question does not arise as far as the Vedic teaching is concerned because the Akara also is nothing but Brahman. So regardless of whatever you worship and however you worship, it is worship of Bhagavan, Ishwara or Brahman. So through gunas also, through attributes also, we are worshipping the same principle, same consciousness, same self, same Brahman. <coughs> so this is a step before the knowledge. And this tunes up the mind. It becomes easier to tune up the mind to Ishwara with upadhi, with attributes. Like seeing an actor with his costume. And then you can meditate in your mind about the actor without the costume. So when you tune your, your mind to the actor with costume, then it becomes possible to delete the costume and then see the actor. That will be knowledge. So here also first tuning of the mind with Ishwara. And before this dhyana also comes the karma. So karma is the more tangible way of tuning with Ishvara. Dhyana is the subtler way of tuning with Ishvara. And knowledge of course is the subtlest way of seeing the oneness with Ishvara. In karma yoga and upasana or meditation, a duality is there between the devotee and Bhagavan. In the final stage, all that duality also is let go, dropped, and you see the oneness which is highest truth. So at every level we are worshipping the truth. First, the truth manifests before us in the attributes, in the ancient forms, in the Upadhi. There is also Satyam. So in Satya is Satya. So, pranavai satyam, esha tesham. So, this Brahmagavan is satyam, the truth of the truth. So, this is also truth of a lower nature. Vyavaharika satyam is there, but satyatam, because everything is satyam in that sense, because the satya swarup paramatma is there everywhere. So, there are two ways of describing jagat. One is nitya. From the standpoint of name and form. Other is, is Satyam. From the standpoint of the Adhishtaram or the truth which the name and form manifest. So that way we have no difficulty at all. We are not going to be misguided. Other people feel that this Murti Puja and all this stuff misguides you, distracts you from Ishwara. But that is because there is a certain idea of Ishwara being simply creator nimitta karan and separate from Jagat, separate from name and form. Therefore, there is no relationship between the name and form and Ishwara, who is transcendental reality. For us, Ishwara is not only transcendental, also immanent. So everything, nothing is apart from Ishwara. Therefore, you can reach Ishwara through anything. And the reason for giving specific meditations 
is because it is easier for the mind to meditate upon Ishvara when it sees the glories of Ishvara. So usually it is Ishvara Parma with glories that is what we meditate upon because the glories attract us. As the Swami used to say, when you go to a temple in South India where the sanctum is very dark, only one oil lamp is there, and when you're going from outside, you tune up your eyes. The first thing that attracts are all the ornaments on the on the on the, the image, which are all shining, reflecting in the one light of lamp. And from that, then that is what attracts you. That's what also inspires you, motivates you to tune up with that, and then you can see the form of the Lord. That's why. That is why very commonly describing the vibhutis, the glories. In many places in Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna describes his own glories, or glories of the Lord. So that becomes the attracting point. Because glories also are Lord. Lord manifests his glories. <coughs> they dilute a Lord, you say. What is this? Nothing but Ishwara. So you can never go wrong regardless of how you worship Ishvara, because what is Ishvara? Our Swami used to say that even a, you know, even a mile post, milestone, you know, people, looks like a shivalinga, people can worship also, that is shivalinga, whatever. <coughs> so in this chapter, the first half is the Upasana and second half is Brahmavidya. <coughs> So Narendra Puri he starts with an invocation. Om Yajnatma Sarabhutanam Papmalepa Vivajita. Upade Satyakamadi Soham Dharaishwara. <coughs> so referring to what the Upanishad in fact uh, teaches you. <coughs> We will see here how, so Sakuna Brahma is described as, <coughs> hmm? yeah. So if you look at pages right here, 351, the passage number 5, there it is described as, the second Esha Atma, Apahata Vijigitsaha, Apipasaha, Satyagama, Satyasankarvaha. So how the Atma is meditative, Esha Atma, Apahata Pātma, devoid of all the Pāpa, all the sins, who is sinless. Vijaraha, there is no sin in Atma. Vijaraha, no jara, no decrepitated. Vṛtyu, devoid of Vṛtyu, the death. Vishokaha, devoid of Shoka or grief. Vijigitsaha, devoid of hunger. Abhipasaha, devoid of thirst. Satyakamaha, one who is unfailing karma or desires. Satyasankarpaha, of unfailing will. So these are the attributes that are superimposed upon Brahman. <coughs> so Narendra refers to that. 
पात्मलेपादि वर्जित दैट वर्जित डिवाइड ऑफ लेप दिंग ऑफ पाप ऑफ द सिन सो अपहरक आत्मा इन ओनली दो दिंग दैट यू टॉक अब अपहरक आत्मा भी जरा है मृत्यु विशोग उपादे सत्य काम आदि सत्य काम सत्य संकल्प बिकॉज उपाधि ऑफ अनफेलिंग डिजायर्स और अनफेलिंग रिजॉल्व और विल ऑल्सो ईश्वर स्टैंड उपाधि सोहम दहर ईश्वर दैट दहर ईश्वर इज एक्सट्रीमली माइन्यूट बिकॉज ईश्वर इज मेडिटेटेड अपॉन एज वेरी माइन्यूट इन अ वेरी माइन्यूट स्पेस सर्वभूतानाम आत्मा सो यज्ञात्मा सर्वभूताज्ञात्मा आत्मनिचर्ज्ञ ऑफ ऑल बींग्स सो दोहम दहर ईश्वर दैट ईश्वर हूज दिस दहर और माइन्यूट दैट आय रिफरिंग टू दि उपासना आनंद गिरी सेज So, because Anandagiri essentially includes what Narendra Puri says, that we don't separately read unless Narendra Puri has something also different. Then only read. Otherwise, Anandagiri essentially includes. So says Anandagiri. Purvasmin adhyayadvay nirvishesham atmatattam anavachinnam sadhananda ekadanam aveditam. Purusmin adhyayadvay in the preceding two chapters, the sixth chapter and the seventh chapter, nirvishesham atmatattam. The subject matter of both the chapters was atmatattam, nirvishesham. There is self, there are all visheshas or all the attributes. Anavachinam, avachera or limitation, limitless. अनकंडीशन सदानंद एकदानंद सो आत्मा वॉज प्रेजेंटेड सत इन दिक्स चैप्टर आनंद सेवन चैप्टर ये वो भूमा तत्सुखम नाल पे सुखम अस्ते सदानंद एकदान होमोजीनियस सो एकदानंद होमोजीनियस नॉन ड्यूअर नथिंग बट सत नथिंग बट आनंद आवेदन So this is what has been, in fact, the taught the subject matter in the first two chapters. The third is Upanishad Arambhya Charitarthe. Therefore, the purpose of commencing the Upanishad has already been served. Charitarthe. The purpose of Upanishad is to communicate or teach the Sadhananda Atma, which is one non-dual. <coughs> Because knowing the Atma, Tarik Shogam Atma with when crosses the ocean of grief, Yogi Bhuma Tat Sukham, one attains Ananda. Therefore, the cessation from all the sorrow and attaining the Ananda, which is the purpose of life, called Moksha. So Upanishadaram be Charitarthe. So whatever was necessary for attaining moksha, namely the nature of the knowledge and also the phalam, the result, namely jivan mukti, vidhya mukti, 
all of these was delineated in the earlier two chapters. Kim avashishyade yadatam adhyayantaram. So what remains now? Like you are studying this new chapter. What remains now to be said? Because whatever had to be said is already been said. Dhyasankyaha yadhyapeti. So with this ashanga also Bhashyakara connects the previous two chapters with this chapter, with this ashanka. So shanka also or the doubt also can become the basis of the new discussion. <coughs> so sometimes akshepa sangatihi, you question what is the point in starting the new thing and then you say how this serves that point. <coughs> See, that is because Bhashikara takes the whole text as one text. If you take every chapter independently, then there is no need to connect them, which is what perhaps it is, you know. So maybe every teaching is independent, is a collection of teaching. I mean, that is what perhaps is one view. But if you accept Shruti as one teacher, then the same Shruti talks through, say, Uddhanaka or say, Sanatkumara, other different Shruti. In that case, you have to connect them. Why the seventh chapter follows the sixth and whatever. So everywhere Bhashyakara has given Sangati or connection from one chapter to the other. Where we may or may not see the connection. But it shows the connection. <coughs> now going to Abhina, Narayana, Nandendra, Saraswati, Dika. Brahmana sadrupatvam nirdhārya, a little more detail. Shastyadhyāya, Brahmana sadrupatvam nirdhārya, nirdhārya, having a certain, sadrupatvam of the nature of sat or existence, Brahmana of Brahman. So the burden of the sixth chapter was to ascertain that Brahman is of the nature of sat, existence. So Brahman is of course Satyam Jnana Anandam or Satchit Anandam of which Sat was the emphasis in the sixth chapter. Ekatva Advitiyatvalikam Nirdharitam The Brahman is Sat, it necessarily has to be Ekam, one Advitiyam non-dual. Sajatiya asvagata sajatiya vijatiya bhedrahitam ekamivadvitiyam. <coughs> so that Brahman is Sat, one without a second, divided of the sajatiya vijatiya svagata bheda nirdharitam. So this is asserted in the sixth chapter. Sattameja tasseva, now that's very important, of the same Brahman. Don't think that the seventh chapter is a different Upanishad talking about a different thing, same thing. Historians may say that they are talking about different you know, things in different Upanishads, different chapters, etc. But <coughs> the same Brahman, which was asserted that Sada Sat Sai Kamiva Advitiyam Sat. Yatranya Pashavitya Advitiya to Anvarayana. 
So then Upani seven chapter say Yatra Nanya Pashati, Nanya Chvanati, Nanya Dvijanati is a Bhuma. So that is Bhuma where one does not see the other, does not hear the other, does not know the other. Meaning where there is absence of the other. Meaning what? There is only oneness or non-duality. So that was a way of describing Brahman or Bhuma as non-dual. But there is not new. The non-duality was already asserted in the sixth chapter. So Anuvadena. That part was Anuvada reiteration, not new. But then you, so why Anuvada you say that we are talking the same Sat? Because in the sixth chapter, the Sat was described as non-dual. In the seventh chapter, the Bhuma is described as non-dual. Meaning that Tasseva, we are not talking about the same truth, not something else. So by the Anuvada of non-duality, we established that seventh chapter also talks about the same principle that the sixth chapter talked about. And then say something more. Yogi-bhūmā tat-sukham ityādhana That is bhūmā is sukham, nādhapya sukham asti, yogi-bhūmā tadamrutam So happiness, immortality. There is no happiness in anything that is limited. What is limited is maratyam, mortal. Ityādhana ānanda-rūpatum prādhānyini nirdhārata. So idea in the seventh chapter, several things are said. What is the primary purpose of seventh chapter? Ananda Rupatvena Nirdharanam. Same Brahman which was asserted as the nature of Sat and non-dual, he is asserted as Ananda, as happiness, as fullness. <coughs> so Pradhanya. Even though seventh chapter also talks about non-duality, that part is only Anuvada. So that's not a new contribution. The new contribution or the unique contribution of Purvata. The unique contribution of the seventh chapter was to present Brahman as Ananda Rupam of the nature of Ananda. <coughs> so Sat and Ananda, both of these are ascertained with reference to Brahman. Atha Idani, Siddhrupatam, Ashtamadhyaya, Arabhyade. Seventh chapter now, Chidrupatam. Sat and Ananda cover Chit or the consciousness or the nature of knowledge. Satyam Jnana Anandam. So knowledge or consciousness emphasis on the eighth chapter. Yesha Akshini Purusho Drushyade Ityadina Avasthatra Sakshram Uktva. Later on when Upanishad talks about Brahma Vidya, we see how Indra, the king of the devatas, Virochana, the king of the demons, how both of them approach Prajapati and seeking the knowledge of the self. And Prajapati instructs. Akshin Purusha Drishyade. 
instruction was that Purusha had a consciousness, there were pains in the right eye. Meaning the waker, the waker consciousness, and the consciousness that manifests as waker and dreamer and sleeper. That's how in the first instruction it was the consciousness manifests as a waker. Second instruction manifests as a dreamer. Third instruction manifests as the sleeper. Fourth instruction, the one who transcends all the three states. So that's a krama. <coughs> this order of teaching that is followed in the Upanishad section of the eighth chapter. So says, Hityagana avasthakara sakshanamukta. Meaning that Brahman is presented as avasthakara sakshan. <coughs> so, Yasvapna-jāgara-sushuptam avaidinityam. So one who knows or one who eliminates Yasvapna-jāgara-sushuptam. Avasthātara-sākṣyam-uktva. <coughs> the witness or illuminator of all the three states. Jāgara-sapna-sushuptyam-di-prapancham-yat-prakāsade-tad-brahmā-mirijñātva. <coughs> The element elements a jaga satna sushati. So first is presented as the avastatra sakshi. Nantasya asariram vasantan na priyapriyas prushataha. In the fourth instruction, given to Indra, in the avastadam apodya. The avasthātara, the three states of waking, dream and deep sleep are negated in Brahman. So avasthātara apodya, negating the, the three states in Brahman by saying, asariram vāvasantam na priya priyas prushataha one who is free from the identification of Sharira, where Sharira includes the Stula Shariram, Sutra Shariram, Karna Shariram, all the three. So therefore one who is free from the identification of the three bodies, and therefore identification of the three states. <coughs> to that person, Priya Priya Nas Prajata. The one who identifies Sharira can never be free from the attack of Ragadvesha or attack of Ishta and Ishta, desirable and undesirable. One who is free from the identification of the body to that person, to that wise person, the desirable and undesirable, they don't touch because that scope is only up to Sharira. And the agreeable and disagreeable Desire or undesirable attracts you, affect you only if you are identified with the Shari. If you are not, they don't affect you. So that way saying that Atma is, is not subject to being affected by the Dvandva of Anukula and Pratikula, of desirable and undesirable. Atma is untouched, untainted by this pair of opposites. Avasthatra, Apodhyaya, 
परम ज्योति उपसंपद्य स्वेद रूपेण अभिनिष्पद्यते स उत्तम पुरुष है प्रसाद अस्मा शरीरा समुत्थाय परम ज्योति उपसंपद्य स्वेद रूपेण अभिनिष्पद्यते स उत्तम पुरुष Attaining one's own nature, which is Param Jyotahi, the supreme light of consciousness, Svena Rupena Adhinishpadyade becomes established in its own nature. So one who was identified in the deep sleep, who was there was some prasad, because in the deep sleep there is total serenity. Asma, Sarirat, Samutthaya, even arising from this body there is identification from there also param jyoti upasampadya attaining his own nature of param jyoti or what you call supreme consciousness sveda rupena avinishpadyate having been free from the identification the gross subtle and causal bodies he becomes established in his own nature of supreme consciousness <coughs> Waking also is consciousness. Subtler than that is the dream consciousness. Subtler than that is the causal, the supreme consciousness, this Adhisthana. <coughs> so Uttama Purusha. So this is Vishwa, Tayasa, Pradhmi and then Uttama Purusha. <coughs> so there also the emphasis was Param Jyotihi Upasampadya. Attaining one's nature of the Param Jyotihi. Jyoti means light in the consciousness, the supreme consciousness. So coming back to the Tika, Param Jyotihi Upasampadya Sveda Rupena Abhinishpadya De. He becomes established in his own nature of supreme consciousness. So Uttama Pusa is supreme person. So Vishwa Tijasa Pragnya. He is Uttama Pusa or Pushyottam. So Bhagavad Gita describes the same Vattama Purushana as Yasmat Sharamatitaham Akshara Adavichottana. And so we are that which transcends Kshara and Akshara. Yudhi Kshara is, is, is described as both waker and dream comes Kshara. Deep sleep is Akshara. The Karyam is Kshara, the Karanam is Akshara. <coughs> and so Vattama Purushana. The one that transcends both Kshara and Akshara along the three stages at this time. Here he Parajyodishadnita Suprakasa Brahmatvote. So this Tikakana says how? 
Radhanyena. The emphasis in this chapter is to emphasize the Chaitanya Tum, the consciousness that Brahman is. Other things also we say Pradhanyana. Primarily this is what is conveyed here. Atayo Veda Idam Jigranaityadana Now you go to page, what is it, 422. See the first one, Yoveda, idam jigranayati, saatma, kandhaya, ghranam, asa yoveda, idam abhivyaharanayati, saatma, abhivyaharaya, yoveda, idam shunavanayati, saatma, shavanaya, shutram. So, yoveda, idam jigranayati, who thinks like this, I am going to smell this, saatma. So one who says the things, I'm going to smell his Atma. Gandhaya Ghanam. So Ghanam, the organ of uh, the perception of the smell, is for smelling. Atayo Veda, Idam Abhivyaharani. The one who says things like this, I'm not going to talk. I'm talking. Sahatma is Atma. So one who is smelling also is Atma. When he's talking also is Atma. So who says Gandhaya The organ of the, 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 uh, the smell is for smelling. Atma doesn't smell. It is the organ of smell that smells. Organ of speech that speaks. So, Abhivyaharaya Bhag. The organ of speech is meant for speaking. Atreya Veda idam shunavani yati. One thinks now, I will, I want to listen. Saatma, he is also Atma. Shravanaya Shrotram. The organ of hearing is meant for hearing. <coughs> so then coming back here. Atreya Veda idam jigrani ityadana ghratadi triputi sakshitva uptescha. So ghrata, vakta, Shota, three things are mentioned. <coughs> Satma, one who says, because it is clearly said that Gandhaya Ghanam, the organ of smell, the nose is meant for, for smelling, not Atma. And Abhivyaharaya Vag, the speech is meant for speaking. Sharanaya Shrutam, the Shrutra is meant for hearing. So Atma is not hearer, or speaker, or smeller. So Ghatradi Tripudi Sakshit Ukta. Sakshit Ukta is Atma is the Sakshi of the Ghata and what? The Shrota and the Vakta. And Sakshi means one who eliminates Sachidrupatta Pradipadana. That also the Chidrupatma. So describing Atma as Sakshi or witness, witness means one that illumines. So describing Atma as the illuminator of all these functions, also the, the, the uh, purpose is to point out that Atma is Sakshi on the nature of consciousness. <coughs> so Chidrupatma Pratipadana. 
that passage also in by those in that way also the Ratma is consciousness is what is delineated. <coughs> so Sadrupa, sixth chapter. Anandrupa, seventh chapter. Chidrupa, eighth chapter. So this is what this this Tikakara established here. Tasyam Sachidananda Advitiasya and again Dhadvityatvam, the non-duality was also taught in the sixth chapter as well as the seventh chapter. Tasyam Sachidananda Advitiasya Brahmana Of this Brahman there is Sachidanandam Advitiyam, one without a second. Rudaya Pundarika Desha Sambandha this chapter says, however, Brahman such as that is located in the lotus of the heart. How can it be? Satyakamadi gunavattam, satyakamaha, satyasankalpana, that Brahman is possessed of the unfailing desires, unfailing resolve. Tattvamasi, that the word, atma adhisthat, so, Atma Vadastha, Atma alone, even some all of this. Param Jyoti, Upasampadya, as we saw. <coughs> so, Uttama Puri, Pratte Avinapen Uttasya. So, Atma, that is now described as associated with the lotus of the heart and possessed the attributes of Satyakanapam, Satyasankalapam. Other Atma, the all Brahman, that is described as Abhinnam, as non-separate from Pratyek or Pratyek Atma, I meaning it is described as the very self. <coughs> of that, Gantavyatvam, that the Upasana means when you reach this, the question of Gati or reaching comes only in meditation because the meditation involves duality and all the reaching of the Ganta and the Gamanam and the Gantavya. Ganta, the one who is going. Gantavya, the destination. Gamanam is the going. All of this comes only in duality. So all of that remains even the highest level in the Upasana. So Gantavyatvam, Sari Pitalo Kamana. If he desires to enjoy Pitru's means, then he enjoys them. So this is the description of the wise person. We will be told that everyone knows this Atma, which is the Avasthatara Sakshi. Primarily Avasthatara Sakshi is what is taught in the 8th chapter. <coughs> that wise person, Saini Pitru Kamaha, if that wise person desires to enjoy Pitru's or the mains, etc., then he does it. The Pitru's appear before him, he enjoys them. Ityadana. So in the non-dual Brahman, which is devoid of the ideas of the, the goer and the going, how can there be going in non-dual Brahman? Because I already am that. So when you say that I am already Brahman, the question of going to Brahman. And you are talking about going to Brahman. I am Ananda, where is the desire for enjoying Pitru, etc. There is no question. But this is, if he desires to enjoy the, through the means. Na yujyade, 
So Brahman, that has been delineated as Satchidananda Advitiyam. In that, this statement that Brahman is reached, or Brahman, where one attains whatever happiness one wants, he is, seems to be incongruent, not consistent. <coughs> so this is incongruent. Iti Asankya, Yadatma, Abhatapapma, Ityata, Pratanasya. So again, as we said, uh, on the page 351 we just read, uh-huh. 351. Ya Atma in the Upasana section. Ya Atma, Apahara Or it can be uh, the same statement comes in the Upanishad section, the seventh chapter also. So, same statement you will see on the page. Uh, <coughs> So up to first six chapter the sections is the Upasana. From seventh section starts the Brahmavindya. So Yatma Apahat so what was meditated earlier? As Apahatvatma, Vijaraya, Vimrutyu, Vishoka is now to be known, Vijnasatabya, Anveshtabya <coughs> is to be inquired into, is to be known. <coughs> so only the text of this eighth chapter, up to the first six chapters, you know, which are the Upasana. Suryamatmava Ityata Pratanasya. The the first six Khandala sections that describe the Atma as located in the lotus of the heart for the purpose of meditation. Deshadi Sammanda Patipadakasya Granthasya First six chapters present the Atma as located in the lotus of the heart. So some Desha is as places there. Then also in Dahara is very minute, the space is there. The place or location is the heart. And the size of minute space, so this this space also is there. Location is there, space is there, etc. <coughs> so Deshadi Samanda Paripadagasya Granthasya. So first six sections tell us how Atma is Desha located. It is the size of this small, very minute space. Purvokta Brahma Pratipati Asamarthan. So the meditation on same Brahman in the lotus of the heart is meant for what? Asamarthan Prati, Mandan Prati. Those who are delegated. In our Swami's word, those who do not have the matured intellect or not evolved enough to grasp the Brahma Vidya. For them, Brahma Pratipati Asamarthan. So those who listen to the sixth chapter and seventh chapter and still not gain the knowledge of Brahman. Like after the fifteenth chapter of Gita, comes the sixteenth chapter, seventeenth chapter, talking about the Daivita, Daivasura, Sampada, etc. And then so prescribing how you should cultivate the divine wealth. 
So for those who did not gain that knowledge, you need some preparation. <coughs> so similarly also, those who are not enlightened by listening to the sixth and seventh chapters, for them the preparation for the knowledge, <coughs> which is the Upasana. Upasana is possible also with Karma Yoga, but still here Upasana. Upanishads don't talk about Karma Yoga, they will talk about Upasana as preparation of mind. Purokta Brahma Paripati Asamarthan Prati Mandan Prati. For those who are the lowest kind of ajit, their moksha is alright. But not quite ready to grasp the teaching. Anyetve Majananta Sutvan Nyebi Upasate Devi Chavitarantyeva Mutyu Sri Parayana. Thus, Ajananta, they do not know by Sankhya Atma Vivekananda, they do not know. Sutvan, the Upasade, then they meditate upon Saint Brahman. For that you must get the instruction from the teacher. So listening from, to, from the teacher, the method of meditation, then they perform meditation and through that they get the preparation of knowledge and then come to know. Deshadi Arupena Tat Vishistha Brahmapasti Vidhana Tattva. See, for meditation you require the attributes. That's where the mind can dwell. So meditation requires the dwelling of the mind. And mind requires some hold, such as a name or form or attributes. So Deshadi Arupena superimposing the location, superimposing the size, etc. So vishishta brahma upasta vidhana. So therefore, even the first six chapters of the eighth chapter, that's a question. Why doesn't the Upanishad, even if you want to talk about Brahman, why don't you start the seventh chapter, seventh khanda? That okay, Sat has been described, Yananda has been described. <coughs> but here on the other hand, in the first six sections, you have the meditation. What is the purpose? Is for preparation of the knowledge imparted in the first six, two chapters, and then the later part of the eighth chapter. Sutad Vishishta Brahmopasti Vidhanasattvam so enjoining the upasana of Brahman, the qualified Brahman. <coughs> so that's the purpose, Yadyati. That's what Bhashyakara says. So go to Bhashya. Yadyati. Dik deshikala diveda shunyam Brahma. Sat ekameva dvitiyam. Atme Vedam Saramide Shastra Saptam Yoho Adigatam Tathapi Iha Mandabuddhinam Digdeshadi Dhedavat Vastu Ityavam Bhavita Buddhi Nasakyade Sahasa Paramatha Vishaya Kartum Ide Anadidam Nature Brahma 
అద్వితీయం నాన్ ఆత్మ ఏవైతం సర్వం ఆల్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ ఈస్ నథింగ్ బట్ ఆత్మ దిస్ నథింగ్ అదర్ దాన్ ఆత్మ సచ్ దేశ కాల స్పేస్ టైమ్ అండ్ లొకేషన్ ఆల్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ డోంట్ ఎగ్జిస్ట్ ఇన్ ఆత్మ డోంట్ ఎగ్జిస్ట్ ఇన్ దిస్ స్పేస్ అండ్ టైమ్ ఆఫ్ కోర్స్ క్రియేట్ ఐడియా ఆఫ్ డివాలిటీ అండ్ లొకేషన్ సో దిగ్ మీన్స్ స్పేస్ దేశ మీన్స్ లొకేషన్ అండ్ కాలం మీన్స్ ది టైమ్ ఆల్ ఆఫ్ దీస్ ఎగ్జిస్ట్ ఓన్లీ ఇన్ ద రెర్మ్ ఆఫ్ డివాలిటీ అండ్ బ్రహ్మన్ ట్రాన్సెండ్ దివాలిటీ ఎవర్ దిస్ నో పాసిబిలిటీ దట్ బ్రహ్మన్ కెన్ ప్రొజెస్ ఇన్ స్పేస్ అండ్ లొకేషన్ ఎక్సెట్రా ఇది షష్ఠమ సత్యమయో అధిగతం so this is what we learned in the 6th and the 7th chapters the brahman is no relation whatever with the space or the location or the volume size tathapi yadyapi tathar even then so there is answer to that akshepa akshepa is questioning so how do you do this so this is the reason even then <coughs> Yeah, in this chapter, Mandapuddhinam. So those who are not able to grasp Brahman, there is devoid of all attributes. So Mandapuddhinam is those whose mind is not prepared to grasp Brahman and the truth, which is devoid of all attributes and all qualifications. Unqualified truth. So qualified truth and unqualified truth. the truth that we get in our life our is qualified truth kitan kitan we absolute truth so through that you claim to the unqualified absolute truth subandha buddhinam dikdeshadi bhedavad vastu iti so they cannot imagine that the vastu or the truth or the reality can be devoid of this space and location and time and stuff, they cannot conceptualize and visualize or even they can even think. So those adhikaris, those are seekers whose mind is only imbued or saturated with the idea of the truth being possessed of the attributes of the space and time and the location. So this is what they are accustomed to think of, of Ishwara. సోబుద్ధిబుద్ధిబుద్ధిబుద్ధిబుద్ధిబుద్ధిబుద్ధిబుద్ధిబుద్ధిబుద్ధిబుద్ధిబుద్ధిబుద్ధిబుద్ధి
make their mind suddenly grasp the truth which is which is attributeless. It is because of that, number one. Meaning the section now follows this for different adhikaris. See, this would not make sense. To begin this chapter with Upasana would not make sense if Upanishad was addressing the same people who were addressed in this sixth and seventh chapter, it would not make sense. But in the sixth and seventh chapter, Uttama Adhikari is where addressed. This one on the other hand addresses the Manda Adhikaris. The dull intellect, maybe in this I seek of dull intellect or undeveloped intellect put it this way. <coughs> the dull perhaps cannot be bright, undeveloped can be developed. So those whose mind is not developed enough to help them develop to a point where now they can grasp the teaching of the unqualified Brahman. <coughs> it is all right. Why do you want to do that? Let them be happy with what they, they know. Says no. Anandigamyache Brahma na Purushad Siddhi. Unfortunately, Purushad Siddhi. The goal of life cannot be attained. Anandigamya Brahma. Without knowing Brahman, one cannot attain the, the, the ultimate goal of life. And Sudhi warned that this fellow also should attain the ultimate goal, the moksha. <coughs> so Brahma, therefore, for knowing Brahman that is unqualified, therefore, it is Sruti thinks it is necessary to help them grow out, grow to a point of Uttamadikaritva by meditating on the same Brahman. Same Brahman is meditated. And for the purpose of meditation, these attributes of space and location, etc., are superimposed to facilitate meditation. So Bhashyakara gives several reasons <coughs> as to why justifying the Vasana section or the first six sections of the eighth chapter. Okay, we'll continue. <coughs> Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vasishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra-bhāśya-kṛtau-vande bhagavanta-punak-punaha Īśvaro-gururātmene mūrti-bheda-vibhāgine yoma-vadhyāpta-dehāya dakṣiṇā-mūrtaye-namaha Om Shri Guru Pyaar